Welcome back to episode five of the Insight, the behind the scenes of the Eventful Lives podcast. Dodge, welcome back, mate. Yeah, another week. What week's this? Week five. Week five. Yeah, hopefully people are enjoying it. Yeah, mate. uh, It's been fun, though, getting some topical events going on and getting people's feedback has been really, really good so far, mate. Um, How's your week been anyway? Another busy week. Yeah. I keep saying this every week, don't we? Busy week. I think it's because we've got so many guests coming in and so much going on. But it's been a really nice week this week. We had... um, England footballer star, England Liverpool, and lots of other teams he played for. Stephen Corker. Yeah, what a guy, mate. Yeah, Loved really him. nice bloke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a story. Yeah, we won't we won't give away too much, but mm. um, it'll be coming out soon on the on on YouTube and, and audio. Yeah. But, um, a yeah. mad story. Basically, he's a gambling addict. Yeah, a really nice bloke, and he's gambled away his millions, and it's uh, it's the horrible addiction route. Um, of gambling and um, you can get yourself into some really dark places and it's one of those out of the addictions obviously you've got your food addiction you've got sex addiction you've got drug addiction you've got alcohol addiction and but the gambling one for me is the scariest one of the lot because if you've drunk 10 pints there's only you can only drink 10 pints and a load of shots until you black out you know um, but actually a gambling one you know you can gamble at 3 o'clock in the morning no one will know it's interesting when I was chatting to him I was like mate did anyone know when you won? He went, no. Mm. So did anyone know when you lost? He went, no. I was like, jeez. That's a lot on your That's a lot of don't, yeah. state as well. I think, and, he, I think he was telling me that he was in the, well, he was telling us he was in the casinos, wasn't he? And that was his big thing was betting in the casinos while he's a professional footballer. Yeah, I think it was that, <clears throat> it's that story, isn't it, of when you, you become a young footballer over a lot of money, you, yeah. you, you, that you can go down one or one or two ways and, yeah, he definitely made some stupid decisions. But anyway, let's not give it all away yeah, now yeah, because yeah. it was an amazing yeah, it was, episode. It was brilliant. I can't wait for it to come out because it was such a powerful episode. He's such a nice human being. But to earn all those millions and lost it all by gambling in the casinos, on, and we won't tell you how much on some of the bets, but we'll find out in the episode. Yeah, but it, was, it will blow we were your shocked, mind. Let's put it that way. It we, were, we were very shocked yeah. at how much he yeah. lost in one night. Yeah, but the players he played with under Klopp, uh, Stephen Gerrard, like, the, the he's players, in the England squad as well. Yeah, Gareth Bale, England squad scored in his debut. Like amazing, hmm. real good bloke. Speaking of football, yep. the one thing we have to bring up yep. because it's been all over the news this week is the VAR decision. Oh my god, is that Liverpool Tottenham game? Liverpool Tottenham. Firstly, what are your thoughts on the VAR decision? Well, he was onside. He was onside. You know, it's a real tight... If you're a linesman, you're going, oh, you got, I need the VAR to look at this. I get that. But if you're sat in front of a computer upstairs, two of you looking at a screen going, right, draw a line across both of their feet or arms or their body. Is he onside or is he offside? He's freaking... He's, on, he's onside. It's daylight as well. And I'm not a Liverpool fan or Tottenham fan, so I don't, I'm not that bothered really, but I feel for the Scousers... And I'm sure the I'm sure the Tottenham boys are laughing, knowing they got three, the, and they nicked three points with nine men as well. So it was like a double whammy for Klopp's team. It could be a, it could have massive implications for the Premier League. Because, for example, if you've got City and Liverpool at the top of the league, and it's and they've not got those three points, mm. although or that one point they could have mm. had, it's, it, it could. But have you could, listened to VAR? VAR people set up there were going, yep, yeah, uh, he's offside. Two, two seconds later, like he was actually onside. Yeah, and like, they're mumbling to each other, going, he's onside. Stop the game. Tell the referee to stop the game. I was too late to stop the game. And they were they were like two kids up there. Like just made a mm. stupid schoolboy mistake that could cost millions of pounds, you know? My question to you would be, if you were in their position, what would you 
what would you have done after you've made the wrong decision? I would have stopped. Referee, stop. Okay, three minutes have gone. Stop. There's been a mistake up here. We need to rectify this. And hold your hands up. Put your balls on the line and say, I'm sorry, we've made a mistake. So that'd be a lot better to do than the next day, the press and everyone on your case. And it's all over all over YouTube and all over social media right now. What yeah. a nightmare. I would, always want to, I would always want to find out those people in VAR, what, what teams do they support? Yeah. I'd love to make it public. I know, yeah, he's actually, actually a Liverpool fan or he's a Tottenham fan or he's a Chelsea yeah. fan. It'd be interesting. I'm sure I've read there's rules. There's there's definitely rules and, and whatnot. Well, there's rules for referees, but you're going to become a referee. You're not going to be growing up not supporting a team. No, 100%. Everyone supports a team unless you just don't like football. And if you don't like football, you're not going to become a football referee. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, um, I, think, I think they should have stopped it if they could. The fourth official on the side of the pitch by the manager should have told them what's happened. And then if they should have let him kick the ball in the net or something like that. No, just, just stop the game. Bang, it's a goal. Yeah, or goal. something. Just if, if it had gone on just for own too up. long. Be a proper man and own up. Take the responsibility, which they didn't do. Um, but we move on. Yeah, and you know, more importantly, Newcastle last night <sighs> against Paris Saint-Germain at St. James's Park. Yes. I've never, I watched on telly last night, 52,000 Geordies, mate. That place was erupting. It's an army, isn't it? Mate, yeah, they're, they're a special set of fans. Mm. Huge really stadium as well. Yeah. Have you ever been? Yeah, I have, yeah. Have you? Yeah, 52 cap. Really? 52 cap. It's, um, yeah, great, great set of fans. You know what I found interesting? You saw Alan Shearer there. The biggest grin on his face, like his team, because he is Mr. Newcastle, his team. But all those years, well, I couldn't stop thinking last night, all those years when Mike Ashley was there as the owner, suppressing the fans, the fans hating him, saying he's like a he's a cockney lad coming up there just to earn money from the Yeah, he's not from investing the and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. I thought, God, this could have happened, maybe, I'm not saying it would have done, obviously they've done extremely well, but it kind of makes me think how much Mike Ashley blocked their growth over the years. It does make you think that, doesn't yeah. it? I haven't thought of that, you know. Yeah. And it's even little things like having having the vision to bring someone like Eddie Howe and he's done fantastic. Well, he's English. And, having an English manager yeah. in there with all the Geordie fans and... He gets it. He, he gets, gets it. it. He Eddie Howe. It. Like he's, he, yeah. Genius. I loved it. I'm, I'm so uh, happy for the uh, for the Geordies. Seen and him, seeing Mbappe as yeah. well sulking. You know, I don't know. to say. Seen don't know him much on a week. Pitch. 500 Gs a week probably. Plus, you shouldn't be doing that. Champions you know? League night, people yeah. your fans have come over from mm. Paris, and you're just going to walk off after getting battered four one. Yeah, it was four one, wasn't it? Yeah, four yeah. one. Yeah. But um, yeah, in other sports news, which I wanted to ask you about big time because I know we've got a lot of listeners that are, that are boxing fans. The Fury Usyk fight has somewhat been agreed. It's a bit in the air, but I wanted to know predictions, thoughts. Well, I think what you think of it. I think Tyson Fury's. Phenomenally quick, one of the best boxing brains out there. But as is Usyk, Usyk is an unbelievable boxing brain. God knows how many amateur fights he had. I think he had like something ridiculous. Don't quote me, like three hundred amateur fights before he turned pro. Do you know what I mean? Like he's unbelievably smart. Yeah, and uh, he moves. He's got a great hands, great hand speed. He's a quality fighter. I'm intrigued. You know, everyone thinks, oh yeah, Tyson Fury do it because he's six foot nine and he's got a massive reach and he's the world champion and da da da. Who knows? Who knows? I want Tyson to win. I really like Usyk. Um, I like that he's from Ukraine. I like he's a proper character. He makes people laugh. He's funny. He's yeah, he's so funny. funny. Don't take himself interviews? seriously. He's a, he's, a, he's a real good bloke. And um, I hope Tyson Fury comes and does a job and shuts everyone up because when you're king of the game and 
you know, they wanted Tyson to be fighting all the top dogs, um, which he is now with Usyk. He, you know, he's yeah, he's got a lot of stick. He's got a lot of stick for taking the Ngannou fight and yeah, but good luck to him. Yeah, yeah. If you're a purist, I used to be a purist boxing fan. I used to be purist. I get it. He's there going, I'm going to earn copious amounts of money from Zingani fight. Why would I not fight him? It's a pretty much guaranteed yeah, win. Well, well, I wouldn't say it was guaranteed. It's not guaranteed. Obviously, he's got a big punch in Garni winning, but in a boxing ring, he's in control. Nothing's guaranteed. He's, in contro- he's somewhat he's in control. In control. Yeah. He's you know a proper I mean? boxer. He's in the driving seat. In that, but if Zingani gets close... 100%. I'm not, I'm not counting yeah. that out. That could definitely happen. And he's got... But there's amount, copious amount amounts of money he's going to earn from it. So I totally get it. I don't, I don't buy into it. No. I get it. Yeah, but you're you know, still going to buy the fight, aren't you? I'll always buy the fight. Yeah, I, I, I love, I love, fight. I love fight. I love fights. I love fighting. Mm. I love watching everything. I'll buy it for twenty five quid. I'm hoping that the whatever happens with the Usyk fight with Fury will hopefully lead to AJ fighting one of them as well. Yeah, who knows? Again. That's gone on for years. I'm actually bored of it. Oh yeah, I'm bored of it. Really bored of it. I, I had uh, Barry Earn on three years ago. We we're talking about the AJ Fury fight, and then we had him on last oh, month we're still yeah. talking about the AJ Fury fight I'm like geez that's three years like it's, it's bonkers yeah you know I think it's a bit like the whole Pacquiao Mayweather thing it's just past yeah. its peak and yeah. they, they will probably fight it, mate, it will they be will a fight but it'll be like I don't know however long down down the road and it's going to be like no one's going to care anymore they will care and they, they will care, care but they're not going to be in their primes do you know what they'll, I mean they'll, everyone will care it will be a massive hype it'll be amazing Everyone wants it. We just want an answer. Who's going to win that fight? Who's going yeah, to, who's going to be the king? Set it up, yeah, exactly. Everyone but you've got promoters in the way who don't like each other. Yeah. You've got Frank Warren and Eddie Hearn. They don't like each other. The, that, the family family feud's gone on for years. They just don't they see, see eye to eye. eye. So yeah. when you're trying to cut a deal with someone who you don't see eye to eye with, there's always going to be that extra little bit in the bag again. Well, I can do that deal, but I want that. But I'm not going to do that, and I want that. It's just going to be a clash. It's huge ego, I think I, I don't know who's telling the truth these days. I don't know whether it's... Eddie's telling the truth. I don't know where it's Frank Warren telling the truth. I don't know where it's Asia. I don't know where it's Tyson Fury. None of us actually know. I'd like to know, has there been a contract sent? Has that contract been agreed? But why hasn't it been signed? Mm. Just some transparency, really. Because you see them all go on TalkSport and everything. And well, it's getting boring It now. is getting a bit boring. It's, it's the boring. same thing all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like someone wants the one up on the other one. You know, well, I want my name on the poster first. I want you doing the ring walk it's first. That ego, want... that ego thing. Who knows? Massive, Who huh? knows? Yeah, 100%. Um, well, in other news, we wanted to go through, I wanted to go through just a couple of comments that we had through some from the viewers from last week's episode, uh, which would have been from Camp, Phil Campion, which is oh, cracker, wow. absolute cracker, wasn't it? Anyone who's out there, have a listen to the Phil Campion episode. Uh, I think it was out last week or the week before. Yeah, last week now. Yeah. Unbelievable. Brilliant, brilliant character. I love you in stitches. Yeah, it was brilliant. SAS assassin, who's got a great, great laugh on him. He's got great stories. And we tried something out there where I just throw a load of countries to him. Yeah, it was I really funny. random countries and he would tell a story about it off the cuff. Yeah, he'd be like Tonga, go, uh, uh, yeah. oh yeah, Tonga. I was, yeah. it'd, it'd just be like, this guy's been everywhere yeah. and he's got a story about everything. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of people asking for a, a part three, which I'm sure we'll speak to him about because yeah. it'll be cool to redo that whole sort yeah. of format again. Yeah. Um, Billy Nasher said, this is why your podcast is a cut above the rest. The way you interview and the variety of guests. Thanks, Dodge. Oh, nice. What Big up, Billy, wherever you are in the country or the world. And we've got Richard Ratner, who said, always a pleasure to see Dodge post a video. Big love. Quality. So, yeah, really nice comments we've had of the last couple um, videos. And I was saying to you earlier, I actually quite like, I don't know who it is, but there's one guy that always comments every week. He's like, he gets in from work. He, he puts his dinner on. He goes, brilliant. Yellow thumbnail on YouTube. I'm watching this video. And it's the best feeling in the world. So... Thanks everyone so much for the support yeah. we've, we've been having recently and um, we've got loads more exciting guests. We've actually just filmed one, but 
we'll, we'll, you know, we'll keep that a secret for now. Here's that one we just done was yeah. amazing. We just done a minute ago. But should we tell him? You tell him. Yeah. yeah we just had um, a fella in called Simon Squibb. You've probably seen him on TikTok. He's massive on TikTok. If you haven't seen him, check him out. Um, he's just giving good energy and he's, he's making people believe in themselves and creating their own businesses and really backing them and supporting and just go and check him out on uh, on TikTok and check him out on YouTube. He's uh, a great guy. Really pure. I wish I wish when I was younger, we in schools had someone like him yeah. with his message because yeah. um, especially now there's just so much that you're forced into and it's quite nice to have that outlook that's a little bit more optimistic yeah. and a bit different yeah, and yeah, yeah. that shows you a different side of life that is a little bit less um structured or, and formal orthodox, and all that. Orthodox. Yeah, 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 yeah that sort of thing he's a so. proper good bloke he, he's got a great message and he's going to the streets and going into people who've got jobs and saying are you happy and like, no i'm not happy right what would you like to do what's your dream job okay let's go and create it together mm. and he films and documents it all and he's just did a minute ago and he's just had he's got 11 full-time staff working for him on the creative side of things you know that's massive amount just of people. on like a personal brand just on a personal and, yeah. brand you know so yeah, no, I've really enjoyed that. I've, normally it would be like an hour and a half, something like that. It went on for like two hours, 15, I was, yeah. we were just bouncing back and forth. Yeah, I knew it would though, I knew it would, because yeah. I, I, I've watched Simon's stuff for a while and I know what you're like with, with, with guests yeah. and people and I just knew that you two would, would get on like a house on fire. Yeah, so, we yeah. bounced well. Yeah, it was very he's, fun. He's a proper good lad, so um, yeah, all good. All yeah, good. wicked mate. I think that's pretty much it for this week. Um, let's, we'll crack on next week then. Lovely, good man. Cheers, mate. Cheers, Josh. Bye, mate.